party down location Mysterious, wanna rock this con like my man James Tiberius Jesse and Marina, they're mad clever like the Negus Gonna guide you through the scenes, beam from London to Las Vegas Where to go, how to dress, when to sleep, who to see Celebs not to miss, Sardis Wong and SMG Star Trek into awesome, build some memories at last Set the proper course, the Shorely Podcast Boom Welcome to the 89th episode of Shore Leave, your Star Trek convention community podcast. My name is Jesse Okendo, and with me, as always, is my favorite, favorite podcast partner, not just because she's the only one, Marina. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, Jesse. It's so good to record again. I feel like we're just kind of coming in, going out, every once in a while, just pop in and record something. Yeah, Uh, uh, we're well anticipated, Marina. Everybody's anxious for the next one. Uh, But this is something that we actually were very much looking forward to record, and that's uh, basically a look back at Star Trek The Cruise 6, which as of this recording, of the date of this recording, uh, is, well, basically a month ago. So, um, it's it's wonderful to talk about it because it's one of the very few sort of official events that we have left. Uh, there's still plenty of other conventions to go to, but the cruise is certainly is in the class of its own. So having said that, we have a special guest with us. We have a returning guest, Yesenia, who is one of our listeners who we adore. <laughs> the welcome back, Yesenia. Aww, and uh, we also have a new uh, guest joining us, and that's Liana. And Liana, very, you know, Great welcome to you, first time uh, guest of Shore Leave. Um, since you are the first time, I just can you please briefly introduce yourself and talk about sure. yourself as a Star Trek fan? Sure, yeah, Liana Ahmed. Um, I'm a nerd. My parents introduced me to Star Trek. I don't know life without it. Um, my mother and father, when they first came to this country, Star Trek was on the air, and my mom when it was in reruns, and uh, they they loved the show. So I grew up as Captain Kirk as my first captain. Um, it inspired my career in technology, and it continues to inspire me to this day. I cosplay several characters or just several divisions, and I love going to conventions. STLV 2021 was my first time to attend that one, and in years wow. past, I just couldn't make it happen, uh, just because it was in between um, anniversary and San Diego Comic-Con, so I had to prioritize, you know, yeah, talking yeah. about saving money. It's and um, <laughs> Exactly. So now STLV is, is a must-do for me. And uh, this was my first Star Trek cruise ever. And, and my first cruise ever. I've never done cruises before either. So. Amazing. Yeah. Yesenia, for you as well, that's your first first time cruise finally, right? Yes, finally. Yes, I was booked yep. for the yes. 2019 <laughs> one. And, uh, you know, like Jesse said, there are emergencies and uh, big travel, big trips for me uh, <laughs> often mean catastrophe. But yes, I was finally able to make it onto this one. And so it was my second cruise, but my first Star Trek cruise. Oh, that's amazing. So um, just out of curiosity, I mean, did you, I mean, this was the sixth one. So I'm assuming you must have heard about it before. Uh, and I'm talking oh. specific about Yesenia because I oh, know yeah. that, you know, you are a STLV vet. So you must have seen when they popped up at the convention and started advertising it heavy time. Oh, absolutely. I was there at a, the first convention that they went to when they were planning it for the next year. I want to say it was 2015. I think that was, was something like, it was around the 50th. Yeah. 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 Uh, it was my first STLV and they had a booth at STLV. And I remember thinking, oh, that'd be kind of cool. If I was going to go back on a cruise, it would be for that. Um, but, you know, I just, I, I didn't have, um, on that day, I didn't sign up because I didn't yet have, you know, all these Star Trek friends that I have now. And so it just wasn't like a huge priority, but I thought, oh, that might be cool. I might look into that. 
by the time I looked into it, it was sold out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes. Yes. I, I, I signed up. I was like probably the first one on the list. And I know <laughs> that I know that I was I had so like it's scary to say it's almost been a decade since my first Star Trek cruise, but I remember you sending, I kept telling you about, it. I was so happy when you were going that one year and then things happened, mm -hmm. but, and then this year I wanted to see you there and then I wasn't there. So we'll see what we can do to fix all that. Yeah. <laughs> well, they in my Star Trek cruise together again. Yeah. In my, yes. in my case, I remember them advertising and I thought, what a great idea. I mean, there were versions, there were different Star Trek themed cruises before there was a, a sea track and then the track. Uh, bottom line is there was something happening somewhere on the sea that was track related uh, starting sometime, I think, in late 80s. But this is the first time that this was such a big thing with uh, CBS's backing and everything. And the timing, <laughs> the fact that it was it started out it was used to be a January cruise. It's just something that I absolutely could not do. And the year that they finally said, okay, oh, we're moving it all the way to end of February, beginning of March, and that was Star Trek Four. So that was my very first cruise then. So this year was my third one. And um, I mean, <laughs> I know it's a little bit early to say because I was going to talk about this at the end of the uh, episode. I might be skipping next one. I'm sort of in the limbo right now purely because of the, the scheduling. Next year is supposed to be a Thursday to Thursday cruise, and that's kind of really throwing my scheduling into uh uh throwing quite, quite a bit of a range in my scheduling so that's let's put it this way so <clears throat> but regardless we are here to talk about cruise six foremost so um let's just start with like the overall i mean for you uh, ladies this was the first time so yes. overall impression like you know you you that's it you finally made it you know <laughs> and you, I, you I are loved a, it. <laughs> a, a, Love I, I loved it. I loved it. And I love the fact that, so this is my first time ever cruising in general, but I don't think I could do any other kind of cruise. I'm spoiled for life. Like <laughs> from what I understand other, right. Other Same. cruises, you don't see you're, you're not seated with fans of something that you have in common. You spend most of the time with just your, your actual family, but everybody was my family. So anywhere I sat, I had, a, you know, somebody that I could relate to. Yeah, you you that whole awkwardness of all these people are strangers and I don't really know who they are kind of goes away on a Star Trek cruise, even if it's your first Star Trek cruise, because like it takes like two minutes to realize you're all there for the same thing and just as crazy as the other guy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well said. <laughs> well, my, my first impression was much like my first impression um, at STLV was just like instant joy. Liana and I happened to be together like the first day early in the first day when yes. we, uh, well, first of all, I, we, I went to the cruise port with um, Sean Mooney, everybody knows Sean Mooney, yes. and mm -hmm. he made this trip happen in like the span of days. Like it just all came together and he was able to make Very it. Very last moment. Yeah. He, we had some some trouble with I had some trouble that morning with my car getting hit. He had some trouble with his visa or something. Something was they were holding us a little bit and he had to like sign up for something and the Wi-Fi was start with. So anyway, it, it was and I have this this mentality anyway, because of like I said, I have bad luck with trips, but I have this mentality of I'm not getting excited until I'm actually doing the thing. So we're going through, you know, getting our passports checked and everything and signing up Sean for his thing. So I was not excited yet. Sean and I are walking up the, you know, the passageway to get onto the ship. And as soon as we did that, we both just started screaming and like, we just got giddy and we were just so 
nerding out. We were so excited to see the ECP, you know, morale officer ladies wearing their TOS gants and handing us the programs. And we were just on cloud nine from that moment. And then soon after that, Liana and I were walking down the uh, the promenade and they had music dancing and we, I mean, music playing and we just started dancing. I'm yep. so happy, so excited. So my first impressions were just a pure unadulterated joy. <laughs> I, that, <laughs> so, so funny you talked about that, that day being just a cluster because the weather in Los oh, Angeles <laughs> was terrible. I mean, it was rainy. It was raining sideways. It was cold, miserable. I, I thought that tent was going to blow away. Oh, I, yeah. I, thought too, I was, was going to blow bring away. That up. You know something? <laughs> I couldn't wait to get on board because I knew what was waiting for me on board. But the actual embarkation process, I was like, this is I really a drag. This wet. Is, <laughs> yeah. Same, same thing. I was I was completely wet. My bags were wet. Uh, my sister was with me and our mutual friend, Claudia, who actually did not even have the umbrella because she, she was expecting sunny California. And she was like, what, where's, where's sunny California? What is this? It's like, she's from Netherlands. She's like, did I bring Dutch weather with me? What is going on here? So we uh, we actually we were standing under the tent during one of those really, really bad wind blows. And it really did feel like the whole thing was going to go up in the air. It was such a, I took was, videos of that. It was historically it was... bad storm. That, I am mm -hmm. told that, you know, when I was posting photos of everything and the fact that they had to bring the uh, the usual embarkation party uh, inside rather than having everybody out on deck 11 and deck 12, everybody was basically packed in in the um, uh, in the promenade and you know on the, the the decks that are facing uh promenade and uh it, it just it you know it was kind of like what is going on even it just didn't feel yeah. like it was such a strange experience so i was as i was looking at like the stuff coming in because uh because i i wasn't there that might have been the only time i said to myself maybe it's good i wasn't there because <laughs> It honestly, I'm like, wait a minute, like this is always sunny. There's always, you know, uh, a pool before the pool. Uh, and like when you get on, it's like you go straight to the pool. But like the pictures I saw were like, are they going to Alaska? What is going on right now? <laughs> generally speaking, we're going to you, the ends of the earth at this point. Yeah. <laughs> generally speaking, if you kind of look at the entirety, I suppose, you know, from the embarkation to disembarkation, I think the one one parameter that was certainly, you know, the most unlike the previous cruises where it was very unpleasant and, you know, it did kind of, it could bring it down. But again, most people were, then we came here for Star Trek. So we were mostly inside doing things inside, but it was most certainly the weather because, you know, the first day it was kind of, yeah, it was a, a miserable experience embarking for various reasons. Uh, you know, and then of course, the fact that it was quite choppy and the locals who, let me rephrase it. Basically, the folks on board who have cruised previously, not Star Trek, obviously, but other cruises, uh, they said it, it tends to be this time, this time of the year, Pacific tends to be much choppier than it is in the Caribbean. So, um, yeah, we were unfortunately unlucky in that regard. But I think it's still it was a tremendous trip. I mean, I had so much fun. Um, those who do happen to follow me on Facebook, I posted my pictures as a sort yep. of like a, a picture blog. Uh, we had a ton of fun. Agreed. I mean, that first night, you know, yesterday, like we were just walking through the promenade, we started dancing and just looking at everyone's costumes. It was the PJ night, right? Yes. And um, we, some of us had our stuff with us in the in the room, ready to go, and then others had were waiting on their bags still to come in. But it, it didn't matter. I mean, I, I just just the joy of seeing everybody, and then 
planning out the evening. I, I had, I, had, I nerded out and yes, I know you do this too. Uh, put everything in an Excel spreadsheet, <laughs> and plan, planned out what I was going to do. And yeah, the plan kind of, you know, went to, uh, went to doo-doo. See, I didn't curse. Um, and, um, you know, it, I just let it, I just let the night go to whatever I was going to mm-hmm. do, you know? And I think that was the best way to do it. I, I did get into my PJs, my uh, Gorn pajama PJs, but um, which ended up being yummy sushi. No, I'm, I'm curious. Anyway, I am yeah. curious. Since mm-hmm. both of you first timers, that's the first time you were on the ship of the, I mean, it's exactly the mm-hmm. same uh, class of ship that they used uh, last year, uh, mm-hmm. the Voyager class. So, you know, once I got on board, I was like, okay, I already know where everything is because it's basically the same spots, you know, what the, what the restaurants are and what the pools are and everything. Um, but did you actually kind of like walk around sort of to orient yes, yourself? I know. I quite did. Few- quite a few people kind of get lost first couple of days before you sort of figure out where everything is. Yeah, I did. I did in 2020. I kept going in the wrong directions all the time. There's a great video that I posted of of our our mutual friend Shiri and me trying to figure out the elevators because, you know, I'm, I'm I'm a complete cruise noob, right? And I don't know what his experience is. And it's just late at night. We're trying to figure out how to get to the the one lounge, you know, that's on, at the top of the ship. Yeah. And, and we're just like, the, like, but wait, this elevator, how does this, you know, it, it's just, it's just pure chaos, mental chaos. Like, but, but there's people outside and then there's people in that elevator. How are these people? You know, it was, it's just, it was just insane. It's a little bit like a house investor. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, a little bit. Um, yeah, I didn't know where anything was, and um, maybe now I I'm, by the end of the week I did, but not at the beginning. <laughs> so I was uh, still getting lost by the end of the week, and I have a different <laughs> direction. But in my defense, here's what happened: is day one, I knew where I was going. Sean Mooney said, "No, no, it's this way, this way." Sean completely confused me, and after that, I was confused for the rest of the week. I was like, <laughs> "Oh, Sean, you were." We can blame him. We can just blame him. Yeah. Blame Sean. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, but yeah. it was nice that um, they had, you know, maps clearly everywhere. They had those wayfinder, those digital wayfinders that oh, you could so, just tap yeah, on. Yeah. Um, and what's more with the positive thing is, is compared to a large land-based convention is the fact if you are end up going in the wrong direction and you arrive, say, to, I don't know, Studio B and you realize, oh, I actually should be at the Royal Theater. You know, it's, you know, it's very easy to literally turn around and walk because this the, yeah. the distance is not very, uh, very big. You know, you'll, you'll still exactly. make it, you'll, your chances of being late are not very high. So Well, the chances are high because guess what? If you're on the wrong end of the ship and you are walking towards the other end of the ship, you're going to get stopped 8 million times and start chatting and then forget why you were trying well, to walk to the other end of the yeah, ship. That's, that's another thing. If you walk with purpose, you can make it. But yeah, that's, oh gosh, that's probably one of my favorite things is that, you know, what with that embarkation party that was inside and, you know, I walked into the crowd and basically at some point my sister messaged me she's like didn't you tell me you're gonna do this I'm like you know what I am I must have spoken to about 30 people by now <laughs> I have no idea <laughs> what I'm doing so but the evening is off to a great start so that's the most important thing so the cabin brain is a thing then like that's so I, I just thought maybe I'm just the one I'm just getting older and you know uh senile <laughs> maybe that's why but it sounds like everyone did that so I don't feel so bad now. yeah that it's it's very common but like you said you know <laughs> you you do have maps there is a way and if anything you just stop the first person and just say am I going in the right direction and you know e- either they will direct you where to go or you're going to be lost together so either way it's fun <laughs> um I'm, I'm, I'm curious uh what kind of cabins did you have did you have interior cab- cabins or the uh balcony oh, ones oh. 
balcony with an expanded balcony yes i think we had the same cabin right yeah, we had the yeah. same cabin yeah yeah so that's actually my my also a point of curiosity like what did you think about the ship itself so sort of like I the cru- cruising loved, part of it i loved my cabin i i must always have the balcony and, and the, okay here's the funny thing about my cabin number 8528 i don't mind if people know what it is that's the last four digits of my parents home phone number that they've had forever so it worked out great i never forgot it <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> so Desi and I, you know, we had that awful, you know, COVID, COVID year, bo- both being nurses. So we decided to splurge on the, the balcony, you know, what is it called? Ocean? Ocean view. Yes. Ocean view. Ocean, right? yes. Well, I said ocean view because it's a balcony, but there's something else like expanded yeah. or. I think so. It's expanded one has a larger, a larger balcony. Yeah. Spacious. Yeah. Yes. That's right. It's That's what it was. Spacious. Yes. Well, yeah. the extra space was about four inches. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't what I would call spacious, but it was definitely fine. For the two of us and we you know Desi and I tend to be very uh messy shall I say but we actually kept it together it was pretty tidy um but no it was very nice having that um that balcony for the fresh air we took like the nicest nap just you know looking at the ocean and stuff um I'm not sure that we would need to do it again though um because I, I forgot what the price difference was but we imagined we were going to be, you know, having breakfast on the balcony and we're going to have coffee and we're going to relax. Yeah, we went out one time. It was way too cold and too windy. So, yeah, we didn't really enjoy the balcony because we wanted to, but it was very, very nice. So I loved my balcony. I did use it. I didn't eat on it as much, but I did drink on it a lot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I polished is... my nails on, on the balcony and that was quite nice because it didn't, you know, stick up the cabin for Desi. I have to admit, I mostly used it to do, well, I did some photos off of it because the views were amazing, uh, especially uh, to also, it's a lot of fun if you get up early enough and you actually witness the ship pulling into the port. That's always a wonderful experience because you yeah. can just see the whole thing. That was great. Yep. I did. Um, yeah. Otherwise, you wake up early enough. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, and then yeah, but for the most part, you know, like for half a week, roughly, it was like it was a, either 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 too choppy or too cold. So I'm, we were mostly my sister and I just kind of observed. It was, it was a nice fact that we had basically, you know, we could see outside, but it wasn't much usable. Um, I think we did spend a couple of days where we would just walk outside and um, like have ice cream that we brought from from Ben and Jerry's or something like that. Um, just just sit down and kind of chill. But yeah, otherwise, it's like there's so much stuff to do inside. There wasn't really, you know, like the expectation, oh, I'm going to be sitting on my balcony. That <laughs> that didn't happen much at all. Um, having said that, since I was on last year's cruise, um, and it's the same, like I said, it's the same class of the ship. The ship itself mm-hmm. felt a little bit older to me and um i forgot to actually ask you know those people who have, who are repeats like did they feel the same way because it felt a little bit like our room was fine but you know casework looked just a tad dilapidated by comparison and there was this very odd smell if you were by studio b like something was leaking and i'm like i don't oh. know if that's because of the weather is that like because the ship is going up and i mean certainly not about the uh, casework but maybe the smell was there because of that yeah they definitely had a sewage leak there <laughs> oh you think so i was trying to guess i was trying to guess what was going sorry. on but yeah yeah no it was definitely sewage <laughs> 
Oh man, I didn't. I I I missed the, the smell, but um, to your point, I mean, I, I did feel it was a little aged, and not having been, gone on a cruise ever before in my life, just just from an appointments perspective, I was like, oh okay. I mean, it's it, you weren't the first person to mention something like that, and when once they said that, I was like, oh, I guess this is maybe a little older, or it's just not refurbished. But it didn't bother me. It was fine. Yeah. Um, I, I will say the mattress. There was a bar underneath. I mean, um, it, I just like I, I slept. I slept sideways on my bed more comfortably than the direction they yes. probably and wanted I, I to sleep. This actually does come up. This actually does come up that people complain that the um, the, the bed feels quite hard. Um, you know, for those who are listening and wondering about that, you can actually talk to you to, to the uh, um, uh, cabin attendant, and they can bring like an extra layer. So I did not. Yeah, I learned that yeah. much later. And I was like, you know, it's too late. And, and the thing is, I could sleep anywhere. And I didn't sleep that much anyway. So it took Yeah, I slept too much. I missed most of the parties because all I did was sleep. <laughs> and hey, I liked the rocking. That means you needed that. I yeah. did. Yeah. yeah, I really did. But um, yeah, the, going back to the first night, I, I had my PJs and my um shuttlecraft slippers in my backpack my rolly suit my rolly suitcase my rolly backpack because i wanted to be ready for the pajama party i was so ready for that pajama party that i fell asleep and stayed asleep (laughs) (laughs) but we did get to see you rock your 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 shuttle slippers because i had my homer simpson slippers on i I admire people who wear shuttle slippers i admire people who do that because i am (laughs) I know for a fact if I were to wear them, I would be on the floor faster. You can say I don't know, red alert or something. Oh, oh, I did fall. I did fall. I fell oh, no. down the stairs on the first night, and it was before <laughs> it was before the ship even started moving. Yeah, no. It was before I took my Dramamine, and it wasn't even because I tripped with the shuttle, the shuttle craft sil- slippers. It was just they like slipped down the stairs, and I just went pop 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 on my butt and. I was laughing so hard. There was only one guy to see it. And he kind of looked up and like, Jake just gave one chuckle. And I was like, dude, you are not laughing nearly as hard as you need to be. <laughs> so funny. This but yeah, I had to wear experience. my shuttle pod slippers because my socks were, and my shoes were soaking wet from all the rain. <laughs> can, can we talk about your trek core, your, your uh, shuttle, um, what do we call them? Your, your slipper bags that you oh. carried also. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I've seen Yesenia go to Vegas and like, it sounds a bit tame than when she comes in with a, like a trolley of her stuff. So it wasn't yes, that I, bad, was it? I only had two pieces of luggage and my rolly backpack. And honestly, my rolly backpack was mostly comprised of those big old slippers because they were so... <laughs> I, I invested in those compression bags, like those those clear yes. plastic ones that you can suck the air out. So, um, so silly me... Um, it's just me, little old me, two rollers, two, um, two hand, uh, like carry on bags, two roller bags and a backpack. And I, um, I, I, I was the comedic person trying to wield all that in the windy, you know, rainy weather oh my gosh. To, the, to the embarkation. <laughs> so, and only the backpack went on a lot. Yeah. That was me. The, Cause I, I didn't, um, I forgot that I didn't have anybody traveling with me. I don't know why I was like, oh, somebody will help me. I didn't realize how much I had to do by myself uh, oh, before no. getting on. <laughs> it was pretty funny. You should have called the cavalry. You should have posted, I need help. <laughs> yeah, you know, you my know. fingers were so cold and numb. 
could imagine. Yeah, the, the I, I had the foresight to, to bring my little, um, it, what is that called? It's like a little folding dolly. Oh yeah. I wish I had the dolly thing. So yeah. I I don't... So I stacked my big piece of luggage and my little piece of luggage on that and rolled that and then had my backpack oh, on my so back. So smart. Yeah. Wow. I did not have that. Yeah. Yeah. You I, certainly put a lot handy. of planning into that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I did in a, I, I've never gone out of LA, but what I, what I read, cause you know, like it wasn't a typical embarkation from what yeah. I was reading Right. and not just the weather, but I guess they were doing some work there. Cause like usually like when and I've just left out of Florida right but like you can drive up and they just take your bags right there but it sounds like that wasn't an option like well, you have here's, to like get here's, no. here's the thing like besides the, the historically I... bad weather which which already was as we mentioned multiple times bad enough mm -hmm. uh because of the bad weather a lot of people were showing up at the wrong times even though ECP said you know they they, they are trying to enforce the times that people are signed up for for the actual embarkation you know, we, um, I was part of uh, the group that signed up for, it was a wonderful lady, shout out to Barbara, unfortunately, I don't remember her last name. She organized basically a private charter bus for like 50, 60 people, everybody who was um, getting on between, I think, 11 and 1130. And we show up and it's a pandemonium and it's people who are supposed to be there at 12 and it's people who are supposed to be there at one because everybody started rushing the port because mm -hmm. of this weather. On top of that, there was another ship, I believe, leaving because there were definitely people who were not part of the track thing. So I, I could be mistaken. So bottom line, it was like a confluence of all the bad stuff that was happening between the weather and people showing up at the wrong times, people driving up. There was traffic. because So people were trying to kind of, I'm just here to drop him off. And meanwhile, there's like 30 cars lined up trying to, to do the same thing. The porters were basically... I don't know how they managed it because they were just grabbing everybody's bags, trying to to get the stuff inside as quickly as possible. Uh, meanwhile, oh. so just to just to kind of say also yeah. by comparison, like I think Orlando probably has the nicest terminal. I have to say, mm. uh, this looks you know between the, those really <laughs> really strange tents that we had to stand outside. You know, it was like two tents it in did. the barn. That's what it looked like. It's like it compared did. to yeah. that, Orlando like is like a spaceport. It but, did look like a, like from the pictures, I'm like, it almost looked like you were in a refugee center and you were trying, um, but you, you were trying to You are not leave. wrong. <laughs> you were not wrong, Jesse. Uh, but yeah, instead but of kudos, trying to kudos. get in, you were just trying to get out. <laughs> yeah, basically. But kudos, kudos to the staff. You know, you have to hand it to them because they were doing their best to kind of direct the, the lines and, you know, basically saying, you know, like you go there, you do this. And once you were inside, the actual, you know, check-in where they checked your documentation, whatever they did, it was super fast. So like once you actually go go up to the agent, boom, you're done. That's it. You just move on. And, you know, like like you see, you mentioned, that's it. All of a sudden you're on, on this little way going up to the ship and all the troubles are behind you. You know, I mean, it's so miserable until you actually get on board inside on board. But, you know, at least you're done. So, yeah. So the actual embarkation was a strange little thing that we all had to I go through packed my cruise tags that I bought from Amazon. I packed them accidentally. So the porters, I shout out to those porters because they had the staplers on them to help you staple your luggage to those tags, those special tags that I didn't know cruise luggage needed. You know, I, I printed everything out, but I, at the last minute realized I, um, I bought those plastic, you know, clear plastic things to put those, uh, the, the tags in and I packed the but tags. they were pretty fast yeah. about it too I saw there was like a there was like a separate table where they were trying to you know oh no not when I was there 
Oh, really? No, not oh. when I was there. No, there was, um, I just had the tags. I remember it's raining, right? So I was, I hit, I hit the tags in my purse. Oh, that was the other thing. I had a purse too. And then um, I was like, does anybody, you know, I don't have the, the holders because they're waiting for you to staple it. And so one porter yelled to another one, I need a stapler. And then they threw the stapler and they stapled me up and, and, and took my bags that way. But otherwise there was, um, there was no table, <laughs> at least yeah, not for they, the one. Yeah, they must have. They must have done it later on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but bottom line is, we got through it. We got on board. Um, you know, I kind of already. It's sort of a similar thing to what I asked before. But did you actually get to like check out things, or you kind of like, okay, that's it. Dropped off the bags and track partying begins, because I know like quite a few track specific locations that they had on board were sort of like you know spread out all over. And I know for a fact that quite a few people, even returning ones um did not actually make it there like for example the museum or like some people did not make it to the shop because they kept having all these lines for people to get in did you actually get to check all of this out during the week did you manage um, to do it maybe like in the first I didn't couple get of to days see a lot of it i didn't see the museum i got into the shop sort of by accident you know um <laughs> I, hit, I hit all the bars and all the lounges um i um, but I didn't, uh, there's a couple of, um, there's a lot of, there's a lot I missed, I will say. I yeah. did not make it to the museum and the shop, I made it like one of the last days, which Same. was pretty picked over by then. One, because the line was just ridiculous. And two, the hours were ridiculous. Like yes. it was not, it was like, okay, today we're open from 9.30 to 11.30 and that's it. And then the next day we're open mm -hmm. from four to five. Like they were way too limited. There's was way too many things to remember that mm -hmm. I wasn't going to prioritize remembering what time the museum was open. Like, I just thought that was absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah I agreed, agreed. It is an unfortunate thing and they've done it um all three cruises that i've been on where they had the starfleet museum i i don't know the reasoning for the uh, the specific times that they had but it was the same thing on every cruise so far where on its given day it could be you know it could be i don't know 12 to 5 or it could be like you said you know 9 30 to 1 and just completely random thing and more often than not it would coincide with everything else so you all the q and exactly. the and the presentations and the, performances the pictures and the photo and the ops exactly mm -hmm. so it was uh, a very unfortunate thing i mean I must have spent, oh God, you know, well, we talked about uh, Excel spreadsheets. I had my Excel spreadsheets where I was trying yep. to kind of cross-reference where I could find at least half an hour to an hour where I could go and do it, which kind of like, if you think about it, we have this seven-day thing where we have a lot of things not happening until, I don't know, 10 o'clock in the morning, perhaps, mm -hmm. and going all the way down into well into midnight. And yet somehow you can't find, you know, half an hour to actually stop by and take a look at something so, that take, takes up like a, one large room on, uh, was it Deck 12? The, or the museum whatever. hours, and correct me guys if I'm wrong, but the museum hours weren't posted until we boarded, right? I Because I would have yes. totally added them to my spreadsheet, but I didn't remember no, the, seeing it, them it oh was basically God. it was like it was something that was posted while once we were on board and they would also include it in the daily schedules okay. it was like yeah. on, on the uh, you know last page that would be would actually say you know these are the opening hours for pretty much everything on board including the museum okay great because i will like that's, I will, uh, that's, uh, did i miss it somehow you know somewhere all right um uh, generally speaking, so how much did you, like Yesenia already mentioned that she, <laughs> she was doing quite a bit of skip, uh, sleeping, uh, but the schedule was, had a, quite a few things that were of 
interest to premium. I mean, they obviously they try to do it across all the different, uh, you know, series. You know, we had the Deep Space Nine cast uh, panel, we had the Voyager panel, we had, uh, you know, this and that. Performances were amazing. What did you get to do, and what was your favorite? Because like I'm, I'm always surprised at how you know you you talk to people and they're like, oh, I love this thing. I'm like, you know, really? I mean, no, it was great. But I'm, I'm, so I I got to you, do a lot of the parties. Do? I did a lot of the parties at night, um, and I really enjoyed. I didn't get to do as many big big room panels as I wanted to do, just because, like you said, for the timing and everything. Um, but I really enjoyed the last nights of karaoke and I enjoyed the silent disco on, I think the first night and then the captain's party, which was like the second night. Um, did you actually prepare something specific yes. to wear for every uh, of the theme parties? Yes, I did. I did. Wow. You're amazing. Cause it's, it's, it's just, you know what I read? No, I realized at some point when I was getting ready for my very first cruise, I kind of tried to at least do like themed t-shirts. That's as far as my imagination <laughs> could take me. And I still find it to be a bit of a chore. And what's more, I actually didn't make it to even single party. So I'm like, at this point, I'm just like, cruise is my week of complete chill. So I just pick random t-shirts and I relax and uh, just it well truth be told I actually didn't make it to a single party this time around either <laughs> so go figure really hey, yeah I, I yeah. don't feel as bad now <laughs> yeah no don't don't you know I it, it, wait, well it's it's sort of like walking through promenade when you get stopped when I would be like okay at least I'm gonna stop by and see what it looks like and then somebody says why don't we all go and have a dinner you know at chops and that's it you know your, your dinner <laughs> everything else is done <laughs> Yeah, evening is <laughs> occupied. Or you end up being in the bar, you know, like we had this amazing Elton impersonator on board this time around, which kind of oh, blew yes. my mind. I did not expect to see something like this. And he was great fun. So we had stuff to do besides the parties, obviously. But I'm just, you know, whatever your taste in entertainment is, I guess we have it all on board. I, yeah, and I didn't um I didn't disembark um except uh for something. Actually, thank you, Yes, again, a million thanks for the Mazatlan tour uh I um it was one of the highlights of the trip just that was the only place I got down and uh getting to do um do Mazatlan with with people I adore was a lot of fun and it just it was just a a special um outing for me um but otherwise I I don't know yes did you get down every you I think you disembarked every port I I did not yeah oh yeah yeah I'm Mexican I'm not afraid of anything so yeah (laughs) oh it wasn't that I I had just done Cabo I had just done Cabo enough and Cabo for me like this I'll get a little personal um my ex-husband and I Cabo I was still not ready I thought I was going to be ready but I wasn't and then PV I had too much family spread out all over the place and I was like no not gonna no no it's gonna be too difficult so I'm just I'm just gonna stay close to the port and just hang out there I did get off the ship in in PV I just didn't go too far (laughs) yeah yeah I and you know like I think before the cruise there was a lot of concern about going too far and and a lot of worry and like when I hear that stuff when I when everybody got back they're like we were worried about what you know because those ports are very tourist I mean, you stay at the port, you're okay. It's when you like yeah. go to the guy on the corner holding a sign that says free rides that you you should be. Yeah, and, and that's your own fault. <laughs> if something happens to you at that point, that's your fault. I mean, what, like Yaz and I, we talked about it, like that, that uh, like that, uh, like, I, you know, forgive the phrase, but third world mentality. Like you just, just kind of know, like, you know, you, mm-hmm. you just know how to take care of yourself yeah. when you're no, out of the victim. Yeah, for the most part, yes. The, the people were said that like, yeah, as long as you're, 
within that very touristy area, you probably should be fine. You know, just just like in any, you know, like if you go to a big city, I'm right next to New York. You know, you, you just have your wits about it and just pay attention to what's going yeah, on. Yeah, be smart about um, your exactly. I mean, yeah. we we Olga and I were not planning to do any excursions to, uh, mm-hmm. and we ended up literally just walking outside at Puerto Vallarta just to kind of like say like, yeah, we actually stepped on Mexican <laughs> soil. And that was hilarious because- you know, And you <laughs> stepped right like, into the Walmart. Exactly. <laughs> that was the random conversation I had with somebody. And they said, oh, Puerto, that's a good thing. It's like Puerto Vallarta is the most Mexican of all the places. And we walk outside and the first thing we see is Walmart. And yeah, so it's like, and then it was like a really big mall nearby. And we're like, well, maybe we'll go over and but, I don't know, like have a coffee in the cafe or something. And the mall was obviously closed. Closed. So I was like, that's okay. We'll just go around, just check out flea markets or something, which we did. And we we had a wonderful walk for like two hours around. And then we went back on the ship. So that was still quite a lot of fun. But we bumped into you. You It sounded like you had a really, really great one uh, in Puerto Vallarta. You were going on, uh, was it the catamaran or something? It was, uh, uh, yes. Me or Liana? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, you. you. Yeah. Not me. Yeah, definitely you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you said, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the day we went to Puerto Vallarta was actually my birthday. So Desi and I, we hadn't planned any, other than the the thing in Mazatlan, we hadn't planned any excursions or anything. So the night before, um, we noticed that there were some openings in some of the excursions. And so there were, happened to be two openings for the luxury yacht. Um, yeah, it was something like luxury yacht sale or something. And I was like, oh, Desi, there's two open. And she's like, let's do it. <laughs> like, All right. Best birthday ever. It was so relaxing. Um, we took, we both took our Dramamine and, and we were fine. They, they gave us the most amazing ceviche ever. Of course, Desi doesn't eat ceviche. So I ate hers. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Free drinks. Um, that is the way to do it. They were good drinks too. Um, I snorkeled, um, got too much sun. Oh, it was just so beautiful. We saw whales. Um, That's amazing. We heard the whale song under the water. Like it was, it was just an amazing magical birthday. I loved it so much. That's wonderful. By the way, for for those who are listening, that is a thing to do. Like all these specially, like separately ticketed events. So you have the shore excursions and also the stuff that happens on board. Always check out because people back out of the tickets. And even though something that may be showing up is sold out because, you know, once it went on sale, there's a rush, people grab it. And then things happen, people back out. So always ask, you know, that was like one, there was one of the wine tastings on board that I wanted to get into that was sold out when the tickets went on sale. And, uh, you know, I just sent ECP an email saying, like, just in case you have a wait list, you know, if somebody backs out, I would be certainly interested. And that's what happened. I actually managed to get in on it the same way as you, know, you had you found two openings. They just constantly said somebody decided not to do the wine tasting. Are you still, you know, you're still available, you're still interested. Of course I am. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, did you actually get to, besides that, did you get to do anything on board? Like one of those special tastings or I think they had like a I, class or something. I didn't do any of those uh, because those all sold out and I didn't, um, I had other things I was doing. So <laughs> um, there's, like you said, there's so many things to do. I I was, a, I was worried about FOMO because I didn't get those. But then, like you said, there's so many things to, to do that you didn't miss it anymore right you're like oh no no i i was entertained in another way <laughs> you, you, you're basically, but yes you know, i think like, you did yeah you you kind of you kind of like it's like well yesenia is, is is a convention vet she knows that at some mm-hmm. point you kind of have to learn how to 
pick them something oh yeah know, yeah over so another choice thing. every day because <laughs> it's impossible and i have to say like yeah. this year in particular they did have quite a few overlaps in the schedule but, like just the regular scheduling mm-hmm. uh you know certain panels we will think like well that, that's a oh, cast yeah. panel and that's a cast panel and i wish they like literally shifted it just by 15 minutes so, so, so i know some people did quite a bit of running between the two or the three actually because they think ds9 voyager and tng were all kind of intersected on one day that but, was yeah, awful i don't know yeah why i remember that day yeah yeah um um, but otherwise, yeah, you kind of like just sit down and like look at it as realistically as possible and just kind of structure your schedule. I, I'm very happy with all the panels that I managed to get. To. I mean, panels. Some of these were performances. Some of these were just playing Q&As and others were, of course, like Armin Schimmerman did his uh, Shakespeare class again, for example. And I was very, very thrilled to actually see him do it in person. I mean, it's only a 45 minute. He himself says, like, I can only do that much, you know, stick all the information that he normally does for like a semester when he teaches and kind of stuff it into a 45 minute presentation that he can do for the um, for the cruise. But still, it was just wonderful. We got some pretty amazing stuff on board this year. The one thing that I kind of wish I got to do, and it just and the funny thing is, this prompted me to open up my spreadsheet just to kind of remind myself what the schedule was like, um, because I put things that I wanted to do, and then there was things that I had to do, like the photo ops and and things. And the photo ops also, by the way, overlapped with everything, right? So you're standing in line yeah, waiting yeah. for that to get done. But um, there was the um, movies that they would show on deck. I don't know how many times they actually got to do it because the weather was a challenge, but there was Star Trek movies under the stars at the pool stage. Um, did anybody get to do those? I, I wish I got to do those. And and that, that always just sounded really fun to me. But I, you know, I, I wanted to, and I did the same mm-hmm. thing. I put them in my schedule because I thought, well, that it would be fun, you know, like sit mm-hmm. down and watch, you know, First Contact, for example, or something. Yeah, yeah. One yeah. of my favorites. And, um, but in this case, it's sort of the same thing as parties. Something would happen with somebody say, why don't we go do this thing together? And I'll be like, well, it's going to be more fun to hang out with this person because they're in a completely different state, very far away. I only really see them, you know, hopefully at least in Vegas, but this time around, I can actually get to see them twice a year. So mm-hmm. I'd rather do it with them, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, none of the movies actually happen. And, you know, <laughs> in the back of my head, I was like, well, I've seen all these movies a million times times i should be fine <laughs> um but um, it's fun to watch it with a crowd that's exactly exactly i want that experience i mean they showed uh we actually got to see the um which was it was it the second or the third uh episode of season third three? third we got third, to see yeah. it like a hour and a half two hours before it dropped in west coast so that was a fun experience and i was it just so happened i was sitting between two of my friends who write reviews so they already they saw the screeners because they had to write stuff ahead mm. of time. And they would say, and I could just see like, sort of like, uh, like them squeezing themselves because they're the ones who like, they will never tell you, they will not drop mm-hmm. hands. They will not, but they already saw it. So like, they know what's going to happen. And they're like literally watching me just to see my reaction to what's going on on the screen. That was a really, <laughs> really fun. Because like, you know, something would happen and I would get squeezed from both sides. Kind of, <laughs> nice. It was, it was amazing. <laughs> That was oh great. my gosh! That was you, know, it's, you guys, it's you had the same experience that like I always think I'm never gonna. So I went on a first cruise, and they, they you know how they say like your first, you know, is always like that one, and uh, you can't ever repeat that. But I do every year I went on a cruise, and it's because you get to go on here and just be kids, and you know I'm not worried about like you know my house. I'm not worried about my job. I'm, I don't even turn on my phone sometimes, you know, and so I can just like not be me for a while, which is well, it so sounds like that's what you guys yeah. are. <laughs> you know, it's so funny you said so my my boss was so keen on me going on this cruise because he he and his wife they go cruising and do all this stuff all the time every year. 
And in fact, like next week he's gone. And um, and so he was keen for me to do this. And I don't know, yes, for you, but for me, I didn't feel fully relaxed until like the Monday. So like we're only on the boat like three days in and I'm like, I'm still like, uh, you know, nervous about the work phone and, and, and what have <laughs> you. But yes, I don't know when you felt like actually relaxed, like that's that was how it was for me anyway um for me it was the moment uh we stepped onto the show oh, really <laughs> I, I tried I tried so hard and the alcohol helped but I just I really didn't feel relaxed until Monday I, I remember the day I, the day it happened I was like oh I'm on vacation <laughs> well that's that's like there it all depends right so like uh uh I know for some it's right when you get there and for some it takes a minute right and and then mm -hmm. you you have your spectrum uh but you know I think the other thing that helps is um going there knowing you're going to see faces that that are familiar like the last yes. cruise I went on I didn't go with a group or with a you know I I left my house alone got to the airport alone flew alone right and then I didn't really like even feel excited until I started seeing those other faces and and for folks who went and it was their first time and they were traveling solo I can just imagine it took them that, more than that was me that was me that yeah. was me <laughs> uh so yeah and and you know like uh I, I uh, the last time I went I felt I, I got I'll admit like last year when I went I felt a little sad because I didn't have like my core group, you know, my clique, because, you know, this is like high school, right? And, um, and I wasn't in the car with them. And I wasn't meeting them at the airport or before the cruise, right? But the minute I got like to the hotel where people were, that kind of dropped away. And, you know, and, and that made that made all the difference. But I was very apprehensive last year thinking, oh, if I'm not with this group, what am I going to do? And then that wasn't an issue after like an hour on the ship. Although I didn't get cut off by 4 p.m. that that year, that only happened one year, the first year, and then I'm good for the drinking now. <laughs> <laughs> they cut you off? How does that like really? <laughs> my first, my first year, uh, it, I'm a legend, yes. Yeah, so my first year, <laughs> first cruise, uh, my friend, it, it was three of us that went together in a interior cabin. So it was a horrible, horrible, like claustrophobic feeling the whole time. <laughs> Um, but we got there and we were sailing at 12 that first year. And so we got there, got on the ship, <clears throat> got our drink stuff. And then like, none of us had been on a cruise. So my friend and I was like, oh, let's go get a drink now that we're here, blah, blah. And then the worst thing you want to hear, um, you should never do this when you're on your first day of the cruise. Let's do shots. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe. <laughs> so we got, we got. Uh, tequila uh and lost track of how much tequila i just remember um we woke up at nine o'clock that's all our 9 p.m now we sailed at 12 and so then we had to go ask questions to find out what happened and uh <laughs> by four nice. by four we were cut off and uh directed to our cabins and then um, what happened between 12 and four, there's a lot of stories and I don't believe a lot of them. Let's just say. <laughs> but by nine, we could drink again. So that was it. <laughs> it's just too funny. <laughs> yeah, even uh, Jordan Hoffman was there that year and even he stopped us and he went, 
you guys are awesome. You party like rock stars. We're like, who is that? And why is he saying that? <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't buy internet, but we did buy like an hour of internet, which was crazy expensive. And it was bad internet just to see what Twitter and Facebook had, which, um, yeah, a bit. So we, that was, that's, 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 yes, it was fun. Oh, it was so fun, funny. and I shall never do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the, it's it's very it's it's so easy, you know. Like it's uh, you know something. It's the same thing in Vegas. Like you, you, if you start, you know, you go to a bar and hear your friends, and you're having fun and nice cocktails, and at some point, you just realize you have no longer have any needs, you know. So uh, the yeah. But well, we talk about the time that I uh, fell asleep in the bathroom stall uh, by the masquerade bar. I remember this. I remember this story. <laughs> so, did you actually, did, did you get to try like all the specialty? Well, not all. Okay. At least some, <laughs> some of the specialty cocktails that they had on board. I tried. Oh, I tried. I, it's I one of my favorite things to actually like go through every bar and just to see how it's decorated because it's themed differently I, every year. I and they come up, and they come up with a, a, a menu and it's just, it's such fun. It's like I'm like I, I, there's no way. Like I, I realized I don't actually drink that much. <laughs> I thought I, I was, but once I got on my very first cruise, I'm like I, I guess I'm um I'm very boring. Uh, but I did try to at least one cocktail at which each one of the uh, specialty bars just to try it out because uh, plasma zombie was very very fun and tricky tiki if you like like cinnamon and fruity things so i i don't know how anybody can make survive it's so funny you mentioned trekkie tiki marina because i was thinking about that part i was like i don't know how anybody can survive drinking all those drinks <laughs> there were yeah. some potent cocktails on that list yes. i mean oh yeah. they were good they were good um i did the um the niners bar ones as well mm-hmm. and um can we talk about that one pizza place that stays open till 3 a.m where the after 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 party would happen and you know there was uno being played there was pizza being eaten and a lot more shenanigans that was a lot of fun too <laughs> and that's all i can say about that <laughs> i've been sworn to secrecy <laughs> well since you brought up pizza let, yes. let's talk about the food places <laughs> Now, this was a slightly different combination of, of, I mean, as far as the stuff that is covered by your, uh, I'm doing quotation marks with my fingers right now, you know, admission. So it's part of the price cruise, so the cruise price, pardon me. Uh, so the main dining room, the Windjammer Buffet, the Cafe Promenade, all of that. So I'm assuming that you you must have used this extensively throughout. Did you get to try any of the specialty restaurants? So I let's talk about chops. actually, yeah. Let, let's do like let's talk about both of them. Like, what did you think about? Did you do MDR? Did you do Windjammer? I'm assuming you did. Yes. Yeah, I did both, and um, yes, we did wind. Um, we did them both together a couple of times as well. Um, um, Windjammer and MDR. Yes, mm-hmm. and definitely Cafe Promenade. Yes, um, for the snacks. I myself did not do any of the specialty restaurants just because it seemed stressful to try to get a reservation that I was like, forget it. If I'm not about the stress this trip. So <laughs> if it required any kind of planning, I wasn't going to do it. <laughs> nice. That is, um, you are after my own heart. That's how I cruise. <laughs> I'm like, if you want me to join you for dinner, you're making a reservation because I'm not doing a damn thing. <laughs> I did the one reservation that came with the unlimited dining package thingy. Um, yeah, they kind of set you up for one. So I I got that sorted out, and I joined a couple of our other friends um, from the LAOA team, and we did that on the first night. And um, 
I didn't do any other restaurants and I um I just didn't get the chance to, you know I just didn't want to plan it and I kept forgetting that they existed because the MDR food was pretty good you know I, yeah yeah the yeah. main dining room I I love it because especially I had to learn this over time but like what I like about it is like you get your dedicated wait staff at, yes. if you if you set up your your um your own table your dinner yeah. time yeah. Mm-hmm. and like they do get to know you and they're very friendly I almost married one um, but I think <laughs> it, but I think she didn't mean it <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, in, in my case Olga and I were deeply disappointed in 2020 we were not impressed by food at all and then last year we kind of did sort of a 50-50 and the 50 that belonged to the food that was part of uh, the MDR was similarly, it was okay. And that okay, I found it disappointing because if I'm planning to go on a vacation that happens to be, you know, something that's, uh, well, quite expensive, let's face it, and long planned. I mean, we we have, everybody kind of does this for a whole year as we plan everything and do the monthly payments and everything else. And so I spoke with, well, again, my my usual traveling companion, my sister, I said, well, what do we do in terms of food this year? And we decided to splurge. So we actually both, we bought two unlimited dining packages, which wait for it, actually paid for themselves uh, by the end of second day. So hmm. we had lunches and dinners in restaurants, the in Chops, which is the steakhouse and Jamie's, the Italian place. And all throughout the entire week, you basically you can set up the reservations on the first night, which we what we ended up doing. And it was a magnificent experience. It was mm-hmm. so, so good. Uh, yeah, we did they, end up um, doing a, did they um, let you what was that? I'm sorry. Did they let you do reservations on the phone, like on the uh, on their app, or did you have to go talk to someone? Uh, I the moment we were on board, like I had a sit down with uh, the friends that I was embarking together with. We had a brief lunch, and then the moment that they were open, I just went over to uh, Chops, I think, and the gentleman helped me out because they have it's it's one system. So I was just saying, mm-hmm. okay, and on Friday we want to do a lunch at Jamie's at that time, and he would just mark it off. And they, so I didn't have to do like separately Chops visit separately. Hooked oh, visit, I didn't separate. know that. No, yeah, I'm, just I'm learning here. Yeah, yeah if for the unlimited dining package you kind of uh you set up um when you buy it you kind of pick the first night that one it's sort of like you have to do it and then on that same day you can set up the rest of them and then of course you're free to move them around cancel them do whatever you want as the week goes on and you kind of adjust your your own schedule but it certainly worked for us so we were very happy with how it works so you know whenever we go the next time we're certainly going to do unlimited dining again yeah i was if I do this again, I was on the fence about unlimited dining, but I think it's because I didn't do it right. I didn't do it the way you did it. I didn't, you know, um, know how to do it correctly. Um, It it all comes out to kind of like your preferences. So for example, I did the math three times now for the unlimited (laughs) drinking package. And every single time it comes out to, I don't consume enough drinkable stuff to warrant it. Whereas, ah. you know, I'm a bit of a foodie. So as far as food goes, it worked for me. So it mm. kind of, obviously it, it's all, you know, per, 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 you know, completely personal preference. Um, if I may, um, so the going back to like, not wanting to like um, plan anything or be stressed out because when, as soon as we got on the ship, um, we saw friends waiting in that long line to make reservations. And I was completely put off by that concept, like no way. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, you know, we had a little group chat going. Um, 
And I knew from just convention experiences in the past that what I do like to do is be like, hey, I'm hungry. Let's go. Whoever wants to meet me, meet me here. That's what I really liked about not having reservations because I know had I had reservations and was doing something else or talking to someone else, I would have been annoyed by like, oh, yeah. well, now I've got to go we, do that. We use, yeah, we use that, mm-hmm. you know, well, Olga and I use it specifically for the set. So like like the big dinner in, in the evening, that sort of thing. Right, um, right. Otherwise, like, you know, that sort of thing, like, well, I'm, you know, it's kind of, I'm hungry. Let's go get a snack. For that, Windjammer was perfect. And I mean, mm-hmm. they had the usual spread where you had, you know, you had your burgers, you had some, uh, you know, some curry, you had some pasta, you had a little bit of everything. So that worked in that regard, that, that was probably the best place to go to. Yeah, I I like just being able to, you know, just be free and stuff. And then also, um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, about the unlimited drink package. I actually did want that, not because like I'm a huge drinker, but because they had all those special specialty cocktails, I wanted to be able to like order a bunch and be like, eh, that was not that great and not feel guilty. Try about it. Yeah. Not yeah. It. <laughs> mm-hmm. So exactly what I thought might happen happened is that I had two drinks the entire time because I was like looking at the menu and uh, Liana, you mentioned the one or no, I think Marina, you mentioned the one that was like fruity, but it had cinnamon in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't like um, the taste of artificial cinnamon. And so when I asked the bartender, can you just like omit that part? He said no. So I was like, well, none of these, ha- like, you know, like I was mm. just like, I forget, I don't want anything then. So I had all of two drinks the entire time. Just oh, because no. I was like, I don't know if I want to finish that. And also, I was incredibly sleepy. So, and also because the first day I got so seasick, I was also a little oh, bit no. put off by the thought of alcohol. So I only had two drinks the whole time, but um, for the purposes of people who are maybe thinking about going on future cruises, um, it's just something else to think about. Yeah, you might not get your money's worth out of drinking, you know, out of the drink package because you drink a lot, but also if you want variety and ease, because it was much easier to just put everything on, you know, oh, you have the limited, you know, yeah, if you haven't been, if you have, if, if you have the unlimited, I mean, there's a lot of considerations, right? So it's not just for the big alky drinkers like me. I mean, it is for, there's a lot of things to get out of it, right? So the um, sodas and the get, water. Yeah, sodas, water, um, coffees, if you get up early, coffee, if you need to stay up late, you know, and the convenience. So on those drink lines with people who don't have unlimited they are waiting because they have to scan their card, check their card, go print out a receipt, sign a receipt. And, and depending on what time of day it is, you're waiting a good bit of time just to yeah. get a drink that yep. you're buying yep. one by one. Whereas with the unlimited, I mean, it really is like set it and forget it. And like Yesenia said, right? So taste it, don't like it, don't drink it and get something else. You know, that's, that's kind of where the value is. Um, but it's also, uh, just think about the hydration, right? So for me, I've learned over time. So I, I totally get bottles of water everywhere because I can get them everywhere for free and I don't have to use a cup. And then I store those in my room and use those to keep hydrated because that's the other thing we don't think about on those cruises is, um, how to stay hydrated, uh, and, and, you know, if you don't have the drink package, you're, you're not going to get a water bottle unless you pay for it. So you either have to find your own bottle or get cups yeah. of water that are like six ounces, and that's not going to help anyone. 
So yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's actually a good, good point. Uh, Olga mm-hmm. actually got the water package. That's what because you know that was the only mm-hmm. thing that kind of made sense. Otherwise, it was like for the most part, it was like either water or having. I don't know, juice, everything like Cafe Promenade actually has, they use Lavazza. So it's fairly decent coffee. So we were perfectly fine with it. That's why, like, that's why I said, I kept like looking at it, like, okay, I usually drink this. And then that's what I do for lunch. And that's what, I, and it always came down to like, yeah, I'll stand a couple, you know, five extra minutes waiting for my thing to sign. Uh, but, you know, I'll, I'm fine with like one cocktail, I don't know, in the evening. And that's going to be good enough. Uh, but it, it all comes down to again personal preferences and it's all available whichever way you want it on board um now i wanted to ask so we mentioned already like the photo ops and everything so mm-hmm. i'm assuming that you did photo ops did yes. both of you do photo ops or just liana did um i did one and only because um desi was a returning cruiser so she got it included in her you know because of she had postponed or whatever so that was the only photo op i did was the deep space nine cast photo yeah yeah i i did quite a few this time um just because i uh, there's a lot of ds9 people on the ship and uh one of the things i got to do was finally tell nana visitor like thank you um because you know sid city um she would show up on the city Andrew, andrew robinson the same thing they would show up to the sid city stuff during the during the dark times and uh, I got to talk to some of those people um, uh, during those times. And I got to talk to them in person for the first time ever. Because I, I just don't remember if Nana was ever at SLV 2021. So I didn't get to talk to her then. And it was just nice to be able to like see something in person to them um, about that time period and just, you know, uh, say thank you. And like, and Terry Farrell was there. And um, I think, yeah, I, I'm trying to remember who else I, who else I did. But yeah, um, I, I focused on DS9 people. Um, and Tony Newsom, that was the other one, and Denise Crosby as well. Yeah, so I, mm-hmm. I I kind of like caught up on my photo ops. I I do more photo ops than than um, autographs. Autograph. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, this was the 30th anniversary of DS9 uh, cruise yep. officially, so that's why we actually had a nice one. and live, fantastic yeah. that they did it, the uh, cast photo was tremendous. Uh, yeah, I have to uh, I have to say, Epic really it, it was amazing. I was watching them because they had. Um, Actually, I lo- I don't remember now how many people were actually standing around, you know, part of the staff. And and they just kept moving the, ta- the the chairs, depending on how many people were in the photo with the cast. So it could hmm. be like one person, two people, three people, four people, up to four people could be in the photo. And and they kept just like, you know, like adding and deducting chairs. And it was like, it, it was amazing to watch. Just like, <laughs> not the game of musical chairs, no, no. But it was like, you know, okay, how many do you have? Two. And then somebody would come in, you know, rush in, add an extra chair. And, and boom, 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 boom. Everything was moving just wonderfully. That's the only one that we did. Because we, I was thinking about adding a couple. And then I figured, you know what? I, I don't, I, it just so happens that I've met pretty much everybody on board. The only one that I really wanted to do, and there was a, a conflict. And of course, of course uh, Todd Stashwick, who was a complete surprise. Somebody yes. did mention on Twitter, there was a, a sort of like a, a, a rumor going there, like, um, I think I saw Todd checking in, you know, in LA, in well, in San Pedro, and uh, <laughs> and then of course, yeah, boom, he just shows up, you know, in uh, um, on board. So that was that was a, a great fun. I don't know, has it ever happened like this before, Jesse? When like somebody would just randomly show up unannounced, or like edit at the very last moment that they didn't have time to announce? Uh, maybe once, but I can't remember of who it was. But it's happened before, like where we're surprised that they showed up. That that's happened before. 
So it was it was great, and he he was a fantastic addition. So I'm kind of I'm hopeful that we're going to be seeing him more and more at the conventions because uh, you he know, fit right he, in. He, he fit, fit exactly. He was just he perfect right in, in terms of he's a fan himself, a huge yes. fan himself. So you know when he did the introduction before we had the the Picard screening. It was just like, my God, you know, like people are like, I hate you as Captain Show, but I just want to hug you, you know? <laughs> so whenever he was doing his photo op, I happened to be in line for another photo op and I, I had to exercise my adulting skills and be disciplined about the money to spend. I did not get the photo op with him. Do I, am I kicking myself? A little bit, but not really. Anyway, I had to like stand in front of him, like just for a while. And so it was just nice to like, just to be able to say, thank you for doing what you do. And you know, yeah. I love, I don't like Captain Chinese. <laughs> this is this is before this is before yeah. this is still at the, like we said this was still yeah. episode three where everybody was like oh my god yeah. the, you know, we, hadn't, we like, hadn't seen episode three yet like it hadn't aired yet yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, yeah, but yeah, this is way yeah. before he's he started yeah. to certainly you know turn his reputation around if you will yes. with the continue, yeah. You know, yeah. uh, other episodes uh, but he was everywhere I mean yes. he was he was walking around promenade he was singing at karaoke <gasps> he was uh, uh, he took part in Denise's uh, the the improv dub that they do with the TOS uh, episodes where they overdub the the uh, uh, the, the the words and so funny hilarious. that he is hilarious. This he was is. probably one of the funniest things, and it's specifically thanks to Todd and especially to Tony Newsom, who just completely took it to another level. I have to say, I mean, I don't know how you can top what what she came up with. So it's kind of like I wish we could like <laughs> actually illustrate what they were doing, but it, it was just indescribable. I know it's um, a shame that they don't. I mean, maybe they they video it, but um, it's a shame they can't. They don't share that video because you know it's it. a, it's a very natural. It's sort of like um, oh. you know because again uh, they do it specifically very late in the evening when obviously quite a bit of alcohol is involved. So it's kind of meant to be this sort of like completely off the hook you know, not PG-13. It's almost R-rated, I think, in many ways. Um, so I just wish it was done in the bigger room because I tried to get in. That's maybe the only... You know what? I think it outgrew because I don't know if 2020, was it this full? It kind of was, but it wasn't... I think it's it's sort of one of those things that kind of grows. Like, like Garrett Wong's show in 2020 ended up being completely, you know, it was overwhelming people literally mm. sitting on each other's heads and so they had to move it to royal theater <laughs> i don't know if it, if like the atmosphere would be different you know like the royal theater has its own kind of vibe going and here we everybody just is sitting in that <laughs> studio b which is technically it's a it's an ice skating rink <laughs> right yep, uh, yep. yeah so, when we were stand we were sitting on the stinky side <laughs> <laughs> but it was just oh, so much. But you fun. know what? I have a fun, a, a little bit of a funny story. We were sitting right by Nana Visitor oh, for nice. that. Like she was like, like actually, we weren't sitting; we were standing because there was no place to sit. And so she was like, you know, two feet behind us. And there were some people over by the bar, I, I guess, waiting in line. I don't know, but they were just being really loud, just talking. Like, and you know, when everybody starts, it gets louder, and then it gets louder and louder. So it was, this was going on during the, the improv show. And she was, she turned around and she was shushing people. And then she finally got up and she went over to them and like flat out told them to shut up. And we're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on and told them to just, you know, either, you know, shut up or GTFO. It was awesome. <laughs> she was very, very polite about it. But yeah, if Nana visitor tells you to shut up, you're going to shut up. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my God. <laughs> 
Now, I know it's a it's a, one of the features of the cruise that uh, a lot of people expect, even though technically speaking, it's not a given that the none of the guests are required to do so. And it just I think it's it should be considered sort of like as a, a natural thing if it happened. Fantastic. But going in, having that expectation. But did you have much interaction with anyone like somebody you bumped into? I mean, the guests. So like you said, just now with you know, not standing right there by you. Um, did you get to interact with anybody else? Was um, Todd Stashwick and I didn't even know who he was. <laughs> Um, because he just doesn't look like he does on the show. And so um, it was right after my birthday dinner. We had had um, a birthday dinner for me at the MDR. And so I had the cupcakes that Sean had brought me. And so we were waiting for the elevator and he was there and he said, he asked about what was in the box. And I said, oh, cupcakes, would you like one? Because, you know, we had a bunch left over. And he was like, oh, no, thank you, though. And uh, he, he wished me a happy birthday. And I was like, thank Aww. you. We get in the nice. elevator and then um, Kareen gets in the elevator and then she starts fangirling and acting different. And so then I thought, oh, he's somebody. So then I look at Desi <laughs> and then she makes like a fa- like she kind of nods back to him. And I look at mm-hmm. him like I'm supposed to know who this is. And so we all get off the elevator and I'm like, Desi, who was that? And she was like, it's, it's Captain Sean. I was like, <laughs> I just thought he was a nice guy wishing me a happy birthday. <laughs> he was that too. <laughs> no, I would run into people randomly. Like I know for a fact, some other folks. Like he was, he was a fixture at one of the bars or something, and people would have drinks with him at the cruise bars. Um, but I mean, Mr. Picardo and his wife—they were—they found one of the cruise ducks. And they needed help hiding them. So another friend of mine and I, we, we helped him rehide the duck and all that kind of Aww, fun stuff. So yeah, was so sweet. <laughs> it was, it was just, it was adorable. And then um, I saw uh, John Delancey here and there and I actually saw him and Stashwick together and we just said, Hey, thanks for everything. And then I just, you know, let them go on their merry way. I didn't stop them for pics. I know other folks had other you know, like random pics and stuff with them, but I didn't get to do that. And I just, I didn't want to, I know. Um, it's hard to post those pictures anyway they get in trouble blah blah so I just didn't want to uh, didn't want to tempt fate um by asking yeah I I think that's the way to go I know a lot yeah. of people do love that and like you said Marina like kind of expect it but mm-hmm. um I don't know if it's because I'm from LA and I like no just leave them the hell alone they're people exactly too. exactly that's yeah. just it's it's one thing where they explicitly kind of like they themselves expect to to have this sort of interaction like doug jones Mm -hmm. did for example and yeah dear sweetheart doug jones i mean he literally said he's like yeah uh you know come on over give me a hug hugs i'm wondering how many huggles as he calls them i just love this um i don't know how many people he hugged but it has to be in the hundreds because literally you will go up to him he's he's walking through the crowd you know towards whatever his next thing is and you know, say something to you. He's he was ready for it. He was like he was hugging left and right. <laughs> um, he's kind of yeah. known for that, though. He's, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. And again, I wasn't there, so I I did FOMO for that because I'm like Doug is hugging people and I'm stuck here. So. <laughs> <laughs> We missed it so terribly. Seriously, seriously, Jesse. You're such a part of this experience. <laughs> yeah, we, we did miss you, Jesse. It would have been fun to have you on yeah. there. But regarding was, Doug, uh, even before COVID, Doug was like a walking con crud uh, vector because, or host, I should say, 
<laughs> so well, before COVID, I was like, uh-uh, he's going to get the concrete and give it to everybody. But, but the thing is I that he didn't. Concrete. You know what? He it's, didn't. He's built up an immunity, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, like it, it, it is something to mention that we did have, we did end up having a, a sort of an outbreak. Quite a few people reported getting mm-hmm. sick uh, after the cruise. Talent. But, and it's Yours both, truly. Yeah, yeah, it's both COVID and I'm assuming like a whole bouquet of other unfortunate respiratory viruses. But you know that was actually my first thought when people saying oh i'm sick and i'm sick and i'm well aside from like having a horrifyingly empty sensation in my stomach because i kissed a lot of those people or hugged them or shared (laughs) deals with them or whatever and and then i'm like what about you know doug he hugged everybody and somehow he managed to come out on skates so you know well bless him you know i just love him um, speaking of just just fans and everything, um, there were quite a few fan events, and especially one that we definitely have to touch upon, <laughs> Yusenia, uh, our favorite thing. Uh, but it, you know, did you get to do anything else besides the swap? Like, I'm, I'm, we definitely have to talk about the swap because that was certainly uh, quite quite an event. Uh, so let's talk about that, and then let's see if anything else comes up. Ninety three people, I am told, attended. Wow. This was, yes, unprecedented. I mean, it is something that's born out of STLV as it as it is, but it sort of grew into its own thing on board. And a lot of people were excited to learn that something like this was happening on board. A lot of people are bringing stuff. And as I just said, 93 people apparently showed up on that Saturday morning to swap their, you know, whatever they brought, pins and uh, lanyards and you name it. <laughs> I wanted to join you guys. Yeah, I never go to that because there's so much to plan. And then like, I'm not a crafter, so I would just buy something. And by the time I remember, I don't have anything to to trade. So I I honestly, Lord, forgive me. But like people like would come up to me and say, hey, I made this for the craft swap. And then they'd hand, that's the only way I get my hands on any of that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I got, I got extras from other people this year, but here's the funny fact. I, the the thing I wanted to do, my cricket only showed up like a few days before is my first time to do cricket anything. So I was like, yeah, I'm not going to like ruin everyone's, you know, I I saw what everybody else traded at STLV and I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to not do it this year. I'm going to save my design thing that I want to give everyone for SCLV. (laughs) I'm new to cricketing. Is that what it's called? I don't even even know the verb. (laughs) I'm not not a crafter. Let's make make it a thing. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I'm not a crafter, so that I like like Jesse said. I actually I I bring my either you know the the rubber bands or the the pins, which you know this year that actually worked out quite nicely. I mean, I brought a hundred pins, which was a fun experience uh, going through through TSA pre-check because apparently the way I stacked them made it look That's like a right. little heating grill. Yeah, like like a radiator grill. And they pulled me out and they're like, what is it in your bag? So I had to, I'm like, it's probably the pins and it's over there. And once they saw that it was, they just let me go, of course. But um, yeah, otherwise it's like, yeah, thankfully I got rid of most of them <laughs> because, you know, it turned out to be pretty popular. But uh, you said it, you, you were there. This was a very brisk event. I did not expect to see something it quite was, so high energy yeah it was intense and that um the not the room the um restaurant we had it at the uh niners uh, the bar. niners bar the niners bar yeah playmakers that's what it's called yeah um, so i thought oh that's like plenty of space like i wish we had that much space for stlv and then i get there and i got there a few minutes early and by the time i got there people were already like knee deep in trading there must have been 75 people already there wow. before yeah. the appointed time 
And so I got stuck in the little like back room back in that like player's box room, I think, or owner's box room is what they call it. Mm-hmm. So there were like four or five of us that were way in the back over there. So I had to kind of like go to the front and be like, hey, there's a bunch of us trading over there. And, you know, don't forget us back there. So, yeah, I of course, I ran out of my cards because I only had like um, I want to say 45 of them. Um, but yeah, it was, it was intense. It was a lot of fun. And there were some really super, super creative items, you know, always at these craft swaps, there's always, you know, items that people make that you're truly like fascinated, like how, yeah, why did you make that? You know? So (laughs) some people, you know, there's a lot of variety in the skill level and that's the beauty of craft swap is that, you know, whatever whatever you put your energy and your heart and soul into and it's star trek related someone is going to appreciate it like there was just such a a good variety of items and some people that you know and it's uh, it's amazing to see how how much how much it evolves because yeah it starts out minor you know somebody brought stickers and somebody brought pins and then next time it becomes bigger and more uh involved you know like more complex complex more more yeah. interesting in a way like the guy it that kind of painted... pretty much everything that painted. i saw on on yeah I, um, everything that i saw on board that people would bring for like for giveaways such as for example the ducks i think it started up with i think one uh pair of women brought ducks one year and then it's, it's like people thought well that's a fantastic idea so this year there was at least six and there was not only ducks there were also 3d printed you know spock busts and there was something yeah. else it was just like I, I found i found a random tribble in you know like just just you know lying about it's like over and over and like it kind of grows and balloons uh you know the door decorations it's like it's like it's a whole experience oh, the door, yeah oh, the door God. decorations are phenomenal yeah so, and the so the ducks apparently i learned this over uh, apparently the ducks thing is a cruising thing yes yes it's like general, star trek but like yeah, star trek a, people we turned it around exactly that's exactly <laughs> it so uh i finally i actually found i found my first uh, cruise duck thing and it has don't talk to me until i have my rectogeno written you know, around the neck. i <laughs> loved the duck that i i mean I, I saw everyone else's ducks and um then i the duck that i helped mr picardo and his wife you know, uh, that Lyra and I looked at it. That, that, those were really creative ducks. I'm like, who makes these ducks for you guys? Yeah, you know? no, like, but people go into all this, this, uh, this extraordinary. You know, like I mean, it takes time. It, well, it takes imagination, of course, because some of this stuff is incredible. It's like, how do you even come up with this? And then, of course, yeah, it's like, yeah, we brought hundreds of these and we hid them around the ship and go at it. So I'm actually curious. I'm like, is it possible? You know, we're gone and they're setting up for the '80s cruise, and somebody's like, <laughs> somebody finds a duck. <laughs> damn it! We keep finding all these track ducks around here. What is going on? <laughs> So hey, I'm, I have a, I'm a sure question. they find random things. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I found the duck on my second cruise, but it was from the cruise before ours. It wasn't like a Trek duck. It was like there you go. just a normal cruise. Yeah. Hey, so I have a question. The the community room thing, how, did that work out at all? I haven't uh, heard anything about it. So here's, here's, I, the, here's what happened okay. is um, it, it both worked and didn't work. And it worked in the way that those people who knew that it was there, and especially those people who kind of expected to go to an event because they knew it was happening there. That was a great thing because you definitely had a very nice spot uh, that had, uh, I don't think that bar was actually open all the time because all 
would, except for the events that actually did involve alcohol and I was there, there was actually nobody uh, staffing it. But uh, but bottom line is you have this room where you can set up, you, you want to do a reading of some sort, you want to have a discussion, you want to have a presentation. So like, for example, my friend Brian did a presentation on anthropology of Klingon Bathless. And you actually have, you have the audio and the video. And, you know, so he had the whole thing set up there. And that's what we did. I went there for a podcasters meetup and actually ended up being sort of, sort of like a mini panel. You know how, you know, we Trekkies are, we self-organized. People just you know, move the chairs, you know, and, you know, there was like eight of us, maybe 10 of us. And it was like a, a like a round table talking about podcasting. So that sort of thing. But same thing is sort of like with the museum. A lot of people actually did not know that it was there and there was no way to advertise it. So the only way to know what's going on, what is planned is if you would go up to deck 14 and look at the schedule that was hung on the wall where people would handwrite, you know, like, okay, you know, between 12 and one on this day, my group is doing this. So unless you actually go there, you don't know. So, you know, sort of like, you know, that something is happening there, happening there, if you already know that it's happening there, that was the thing. So it, it kind of, it has to evolve. I think there has to be like a little bit more um, thoughts, like how to organize it better. So people actually are aware that this thing is there. I agreed. I didn't, um, I read about it and I understood it was new, but the sign up for it was completely confusing to me. And um I didn't even know, you know, once people signed up for like, you said, you know, you, you got to do some really listen to some interesting things. I didn't even know that even happened to, to tell you just how um, underground it was for community rooms. You know what I mean? Like, I, I wish they could let us sign up for it prior to boarding. So that way we could plan for it at least. Yeah. That's but the support, support the community, you know, that's yeah, the but at the point. same time, it's like, because we don't know the schedule, mm -hmm. how it's going to final schedule going to look like until we actually get on board. Even That's though the true. preliminary thing is a good thing, but it still can be changed, which we know. Yeah, this, the, is true. this has always been kind of an, an issue because like you don't, so if you think of a normal cruise, you're usually going with a group and, and you've already decided how you're going to keep in touch with each other, right? The smaller group. But this is a group where the whole group is the ship, <laughs> right? And so keeping in touch with all those people to let them know what's going on has kind of, always been a, a thing in terms of like uh, like the craft swap. That's a good example, right? Because the craft swap isn't, you know, sponsored or on the schedule. It's something we do. And word of mouth has just gotten really good that people know about it. And, and I think that's going to have to evolve for if they keep using that room is, uh, you know, it's a bunch of Trekkies at some point have got to figure out how to communicate on a ship even without internet. That's that's the challenge to all the truckies out there. <laughs> Basically, in the app, you know, the Royal Caribbean app, there's that chat feature, but unfortunately, the chat's asynchronous and doesn't always even even asynchronous. Just, just being kind, sometimes it doesn't even give no. you the message, and, yeah, and, and you don't get <laughs> notifications either. It's like unless you're right, yeah, and you have to like. Uh, know your if they're not in your cabin you kind of almost have to know their blood type so that's <laughs> you know, it's 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 a mess uh but yeah someone someone at some point is going to bring some kind of wi-fi broadcasting internal secondary internet to solve all the problems of the world <laughs> <laughs> yeah well 
yeah we, we'll come up with something um let's see let's kind of summarize because i think we covered we discussed basically most of the things i mean we can probably discuss all the little details since the cows come home but this, um, this has been the, one of our longest podcasts and yes. i'm not offended <laughs> at all <laughs> um so just just the kind of like last minute thoughts uh you know like so uh, well actually before the last minute thoughts i mean once what well, you were done did you just go home did you get to do anything in la um and then yeah let's kind of summarize how the experience was for you like what stood out the most that sort of thing so let, let's start with yes i'm sorry what was the question again uh sort of uh well did you do anything after the cruise so the cruise is over like did you just okay done going back besides to work. drive home <laughs> yeah. no, i just um, drove home <laughs> <laughs> i did yeah. something before the cruise though <laughs> oh that's nice what was that so before the cruise, um, uh, Desiree picked up Nicola from the airport. Nicola um, from Oh Scotland. my gosh, I one of our too. Scottish ladies. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, um, yes. Then we said, you know, we'll drive you around LA because Nicola had never been to LA, so she wanted to see some of the touristy spots. And Desi was going to be coming, and um, and um, who else? um Sean, no not Sean Sean was getting there late I don't know but it, it, so I thought you know what it's going to be kind of packed in my little Camry let me just rent a, a minivan so I rented a mom van and we took Nicola and um Eric to some places oh yeah that's right we went to uh Santa Monica um got stuck in traffic a lot <laughs> and then um we had a little a little bit of a of a uh, LA tour with Nicola and and then Rocky joined us Eric and Laz um and then Karen and Heidi our European friends also joined us so yeah and, 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 and oh and Rodney was Rodney <laughs> but I can't even remember there were so many people that ended up in that mommy van at the end let me throw a plug in here for yeses travel uh <laughs> tours <laughs> yes travels tour she's guide connected she, with everything she, she did the same for me when I went to Vegas and like I can't believe how much we saw and I was only I was only able to be there one evening so uh oh and uh, when yeah. you came to LA yeah yeah <laughs> nice. I didn't let muscle. you out of the car though <laughs> funny anyway we did that and then we we ended up that day at the scum and villainy party which um Ernesto had kind of, you know, publicized. Um, so it was just uh, Scum and Villainy very graciously opened early that day at 3 p.m. Thanks to Bonnie. Thanks to yeah. Bonnie, who also did a, like a mini concert for for the Trekkies, as far as I know. Yeah. So that, would, so that was some fun. We left a little bit early. We left like at eight, like right a little bit. I think, yeah, we definitely heard Bonnie start singing, but we left a little bit early because everybody was, you know, tired and had 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 a very long day a very long week by that point so um yeah that was kind of our pre-cruise um festivities and then after the cruise I just went right home <laughs> <laughs> no, I dropped off Sean at his hotel and then I went home <laughs> so what what well, stood out stood out the most for you for you personally like the the, the and are you planning the next year cruise so I guess that's it and then we'll oh. we'll switch over the same thing with Leanna Oh, sorry. So what, what uh, stood out the most from the cruise? Yeah. Um, well, let me see. Honestly, it was just nice to just have a, a relaxing 
vacation for me. That's what I I really needed. But um, I really liked that the entire ship was Star Trek. The theming was amazing. Um, so many little details, so much thought that they put into um, making things Trek themed. The music, the lighting, the the themed parties, even though I miss most of them, like there was just, it was just Trek love everywhere. And because it's one contained big metal box, everybody on that big metal box, floating metal box in the ocean, <laughs> everybody was a Star Trek fan. So that was the best part about it. And like Liana said at the start, um, I'm not sure that I would ever go on another cruise that was not completely Star Trek. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> the cruising part of it was not a huge I wasn't a big fan of the water part of it and getting seasick but um yeah it, it was just it was just well, that version that I really really loved well I I will I will tell you you're in good company because my co-host I remember telling me I'm not a cruiser I'm not sure I'll do this again mm. and then there she is I told I you that. I need a break and unfortunately pandemic did it for me so <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't lying. <laughs> then Marina's like, I'm going to do all the things all now. All the things now, right? Yeah, yeah it's the peopling part. You I, think I, am, people. I am still, listen, I am still looking at it at a, as a very dual experience. You know, the, the cruise part, um, I'm, it's just, you know, listen, I have two settings. I'm either sour cream or cooked crawfish. So sitting by the pool, <laughs> going to a beach is unfortunately not something I enjoy doing at all. <laughs> so, so the cruising part, I'm kind of like still more or less mm, about but as far as the you know floating track event, it's of course it's in the, in the it's in the class of its own. There's not nothing out there that that that's similar in any way. So I, I do want to to hear also Liana's uh, sort of like, sure. did you do anything before LA, after LA, and what stood out the most for you? So I live in LA. <laughs> okay, so you don't have to do anything in LA then. No, um, I. I... Uh, because of um, just work pressures and everything else going on at the same time, because that's just how it is, right? Right before a trip, everything piles on. Yeah. I did not get to do any of the pre-embarkation um, parties. I planned to do to go to Scum and Villainy and all that stuff. Didn't get to do any of it. But um, so as soon as I got off the ship, I came home. I went and finally saw a Cocaine Bear. <laughs> <laughs> that was important to me. <laughs> so I had my priorities. <laughs> then I um I met up with with actually our friend Sean Mooney and Helen uh, Collins um at Scum and Villainy on Friday night, and we just kind of hung out, and we were all just sort of like stunned, just kind of like looking around, you know. Just I remember the the the, the dazed, glazed looks on all of our faces of just like, oh, finally, like you know, Scum and Villainy was was bopping and, and crazy, but we were just kind of in our own space, if you will. Uh, just, just absorbing it and um I think we, maybe that was Friday maybe that was Saturday night maybe I, I'm not sure anymore it all kind of runs together but we I, I did meet up with those guys at Scum and Villainy for a little bit um either Friday or Saturday but yeah but immediately after I got off the ship I came home loved my cat and then uh, I, I walked over to uh, to watch Cocaine Bear <laughs> that was important and I, I did want to say that during the cruise one of the funny things we did you're talking about technology earlier uh, a lot of us are also fans of other starry franchises and we all got together and watched the Mandalorian episode drop oh, as well yeah. <laughs> in, in my room. And I, I, I sincerely just loved hosting that for everyone. It was, it was, it was a fun thing to, to be able to do. And some people hadn't seen the more recent episode of Picard. And so we were able to like get people caught up on Picard as well too. So that's kind of nice. That's wonderful. That is great. 
Uh, so I I I I know that Jesse is going definitely next year. Are you both going as well? I'm not sure yet. It, you mentioned it earlier as well, Marina, like the scheduling part of it. I have to plan for it. And I did not sign up for it on board. So now I'm even more at a disadvantage because my price is going to be a lot higher, right? So it, I'm a budget person. So I'm like, yeah, let me think about it. Um, uh, I, I was lucky because remember how they started where you could sign up before even a cruise went on yeah, is that yeah. how it all mm-hmm. yeah so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I did that and I I I must have been like right on when they opened up because I got like the only single cabin well they call it it's an interior studio so what basically it is is like a twin bed in the bowels of the ship on deck two and I'm okay with that because I'm not in my room enough and uh, I've been paying for like double occupancy for years. So now I can just pay for what I'm going to use. So I'm very happy mm. with it. So I actually saved money as people were saying they were spending more. So I'm very That's happy. I, I need that horizon. So I like being on the ocean. Um, the rocking actually kind of put me, it made me drowsy because I felt sleepy. I didn't get seasick and I actually have the opposite problem. I have this, the land legs or whatever they're called. So mm-hmm. I, I I trip just walking normally, but the <laughs> I, I I do like having the view of the ocean at least. I think if I didn't, I might actually get seasick. I, I mean, so that's that's another reason why I was like, I need to well, be in that room. Knock on wood, both my sister and I happen to have fairly solid sea legs, as it turned out. Yes. So it was actually like my my heart goes out to everybody who suffered, especially since it was two two separate events, if you will. So the um, the embarkation day when we were pulling out, we were still in the middle of the storm. That was not pleasant for sure. And then, of course, as we were coming back, apparently... Oh, well, A, the ship was going very fast because I'm assuming some sort of nautical reason for it. And again, Pacific is just choppy that time of the year. So my sister and I were actually in the Uber and the guy asked us, I'm like, well, so how choppy was it going up? So apparently it's a thing this time around for for, uh, cruises. And I mean, it got to a point where you saw they were hanging those, you know, sick bags on, on, you know, the railings of the, of the staircases in case people would get sick. Oh, it I've was, never seen that before. It was, <laughs> that bad. it was that bad going back. The last day, the last day we were sitting in um, Dr. Noor's uh, present, biology presentation. And I kid you not, I mean, you can actually see like, there's like a row of people sitting in front of me. You know, it's, we were in um, the logic lounge. So the, the star lounge on deck five. And everybody's just like moving at the same time, side to side, and something is creaking behind the projector screen. And it was a very creepy sensation because I'm like, I'm, I'm okay. Like I can feel that, yeah, there's far too much movement that my body's comfortable yeah. with, but I'm okay. But in the promenade was probably like, I don't know, at least a third less people than you would expect normal because it was not pleasant. Yeah, uh, it was, uh, uh, there was one year da- James Darren was on stage and I... Listen, my hat's off to him because that was one of our rockier uh, boats. I think it was the first year where we had rocky weather. We couldn't even stop at their island because the weather was so, the water was so rough. And James Darren, I swear, was like just rolling from side to side of the stage. I don't know how he kept singing because you could just tell he couldn't keep his, couldn't keep his, um, uh, stable on the stage and he finally just like grabbed on to like a piano and just that's how he sang the wow. rest of the night. <laughs> yeah. I'm like this guy is old school. <laughs> I have to agree with Marina that on that last night, like even I was like, okay, you know, like I said, it's it, a bit it didn't bother me before. I was just I was just like, yeah, okay, come on, guys. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> 
But regardless, you know, we had a marvelous trip, you know, next year. Um, uh, well, as I already mentioned, I'm sort of in the limbo right now. Uh, sort of like Juliana, you know, if I do go, I will probably end up paying the well, the higher price and everything. But so far, it's not. The schedule is just not working, unfortunately. But we'll see. You know, it's a Star Trek. Never say never. Um, and um, I guess we, we kind of covered most everything that I kind of I, I set out that I wanted to discuss, especially with two first time uh, uh, cruisers. Um, where can people find you online? Like if you have any, if you'd like to blog anything, this is your chance. <laughs> Um, I do a lot of cosplay for charity and different fandoms. So at Liana underscore Ahmed, that's my Instagram handle. And um, I don't, um, I used to write for Culture Slate and I used to podcast myself, but um, those are in hiatus and it was Culture Slate's uh, Star Trek uh, culture podcast, but we're, I don't know if we're ever going to bring that back, but um, if we do, that's, go check it out for some old podcasts there if you want. <laughs> yeah. Great, great. And I am mostly in the um, on Facebook in the um, Star Trek Convention Experiences group, um, aka the unofficial group because that's what I still call it. Yep. But <laughs> mostly where I can be found. Wonderful. And Jesse, where can people find you? I am still in the Star Trek Conventions community. Oh my group, goodness! Whatever we <laughs> call it. As- old stlv whatever it is i got it right and i'm not even an admin jesse it's always gonna be always gonna be stlv to me uh i'm on facebook and then uh on instagram you can uh, once you find if you find me on facebook you'll find me everywhere so um cool yeah oh oh, Uh, i forgot uh, to say and i'm also uh the admin of I've been the admin of the Star Trek The Cruise groups for the past few years, and we have Star Trek The Cruise 7 groups started already, so if you haven't joined, look that up. Oh, yeah. I guess I should play the holodeck waste removal crew, too. That's, that's something. Um, just as a way for uh, to get people together to talk through episodes, um, it, it became a place to keep spoilers off of everyone's feeds and off of our other group pages that we all jointly manage. I created it as a place where the the turnaround time from episode drop is 24 hours. So after 24 hours, go to Holodeck. You can talk about it there. We used to we actually started back meeting again on Friday nights. Um, we toast good news, then we get into it about whatever show um, is airing at the moment. Right now, it's Picard, and uh, we also do talk about other franchises too. But yeah, uh, join us there on Friday nights while we have Star Star Trek on air. Well, something that we probably should bring up because it, it does come up every once in a while. We do have the away teams. So Yesenia is yes. part of the a very active LA away team, which you know, guys, you're amazing. And uh, I happen to be part of the New York one. And we, we try to do stuff on our end as well. We actually have uh, this coming week on uh, the 5th, April 5th coming up, we're going to have a, a first contact party in one of the bars in New York City. Um, so that's some, something to look up. So it's, it's easy to find like uh, New York away team is, is a group on Facebook. And I'm assuming same goes for the LA away team, correct? Yes, um, LA Away Team on Facebook. There's also, we're on Instagram now, la.away.team. And then also, well, I may as well plug um, the SDCC Away Team, which is for anyone that is planning to attend San Diego Comic-Con, or it will be in San Diego for the um, outside activations during Comic-Con. 
And of course, the aforementioned, the Star Trek Convention Experiences Group, uh, which is very helpful for anyone who is going to uh, Star Trek Las Vegas. And so feel free to join. Uh, lots of vets, any questions we can always answer. Uh, both Jesse and I are part of the admin team. And of course, you can find Shirley on Facebook, uh, Shirley, your Star Trek Convention Community Podcast, or you can also find us on Twitter at Shirley. And I am on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram under my full name. So easily findable. And I guess that's it. We've reached the end. So ladies, thank you so much for joining us. This was a wonderful yes. discussion. I'm looking forward to seeing you in Vegas and uh, have fun and keep tracking. Yes. Thank Thanks you so everybody. Much. Thank you so much. Live long, Live long and, and prosper. <laughs> Cheers.